Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to the Deutsche Bank Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Sarah Stabler from Deutsche Bank Communications, and I'm here in Singapore speaking with our Chief Investment Officer for APAC, Stephanie Holtzergen. Welcome, Stephanie. Well, great to have you back. Great to be back, Sarah. Thanks. Great. While we're recording this on Friday, of course, we are looking ahead. So as we fly around the world, touching the US, Europe and Asia, can you tell us what's in store for our last week in July, from Monday, July 24? Yes. So where do I start? It will be a very, very busy week. And uh, let's start with the US, because I think the most anticipated central bank meeting is the Fed meeting. Um, we are um, expecting 25 basis points hike. And I think that is uh, uh, overall baked in. But then the big question is, is it one and done? Or um, will there be more after that? So we will be scrutinizing Jerome Powell's uh, commentary um, around uh, whether that may be the last hike in this tightening cycle um, um, before an extended pause, which is uh, also our base case assumption. Now then, uh, we also have a lot in terms of um, um, reality check on the data side because uh, we're getting the second quarter GDP data from the US. We get the Fed's preferred PCE inflation reading and then of course personal income and spending which possibly fuels more of the US soft lending talk. Now in terms of the earnings season that has already kicked off this will also be the busiest week of the season with almost half of the S&P 500's market cap reporting earnings. So uh, definitely not a boring uh, week to look ahead. And I can see um, um, that also the US dollar, for instance, had already um, started what we expected to kind of some structural weakness uh, came into play in anticipation of possibly this being the last rate hike, given that the inflation data had moderated recently. So, yeah, this is what we're looking at from the US. Thanks, Stephanie. Um, I'm sure the ECB is also looking at inflation data because, of course, they're, they're meeting next week in Europe. Do you want to have a scoot across the Atlantic to Europe and give us a rundown of what's happening there? Yes, absolutely. You're right. The ECB um, that is also expected to raise rates uh, definitely has to look at uh, inflation. And we got already a very clear indication from Christine Lagarde that this 25 basis point hike that comes next week most probably is not the last. And there will be another one after that, although she may kind of put in her commentary more around data dependence um, after next week's rate hike. But from our uh, point of view, there will be at least one more hike bringing the deposit rate to 4%. But then, of course, we also get um, CPI data from Germany. We get GDP prints for France and Spain. And by the way, speaking of Spain, I will be personally looking at the Sunday election in Spain. The national election is going on because uh, quite interesting developments there. According to the latest poll, the People's Party, that is currently the conservative opposition, is actually on track to win the election. But they are still short of about 20 seats to get an outright majority. And uh, why is that important to watch? Because um, to get that majority, 
um, and govern alone would be the best outcome, but it could be possible that they have to partner with the far-right group box um, to be able to govern going forward. And of course, in terms of economic consequences, um, there's talk about towards uh, permanent tax cuts, and which that's obviously something that could deteriorate the outlook for Spain, because that country already struggles with a high ratio of government debt to GDP of around 110%. Or, of course, if there's any political stalemate that could also uh, put up a debate around, you know, the fresh EU money uh, that Spain is looking for. So overall, I think also an interesting week uh, for Europe. For yeah, sure. ab- absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for, for laying it out. Um, and a little bit closer to home. I mean, in Asia here, we've seen quite a lot of uh, foreign exchange volatility this week. Um, and of course, there's there's quite a lot of eyes looking to yeah. look in north to Japan. Could you could you sort of talk us through that, please? Yes, and I think that Bank of Japan meeting most probably is the the most debated one uh, uh, out here because that decision next week is um, um, there's some speculation that the Bank of Japan might actually surprise the market by tweaking its yield curve control settings um, and allow uh, possibly more move and counter the above target inflation. Um, And there will also be inflation uh, released next week just before the meeting. Um, But from what I expect is that the Bank of Japan will actually, when it publishes its latest economic outlook, most probably raise the inflation forecast, but that may not be enough to really prompt a change in in yield curve control. So we're also releasing a special on... uh, on this uh, uh, on the situation in Japan and also on uh, the outlook for asset classes, so have a look out for that. Uh, definitely an interesting um, uh, central bank meeting um, ahead of us. Again, uh, market ex- uh, is debating the surprise. I don't. We don't expect the surprise to happen. We think Ueda has been advising uh, the market, and maybe there's also a credibility issue if that was to change. That actually he will be sticking with the, with the um, highly accommodating monetary policy uh, going forward. So, um, yes, but we'll see how the market digests um, the commentary around it on the 27th, 28th of July when the decision has been released. Now, closer to home here as well is Southeast Asia. I just quickly want to mention also the Bank Indonesia because um, they are also sitting next week and they are extending their pause for fifth to eight months, most likely. And um, the next move most probably is a rate cut. But uh, we think at this stage that shift is too early because the narrowing interest rate differential would just take away a lot of support for the currency at the moment. So, you know, one more uh, pause in the meeting ahead. And then we get a lot of, uh, again, interesting data here in the region to get us uh, information on uh, the economic backdrop and also whether inflation is moderating. We see some moderation in inflation in Malaysia and Singapore, also Australia. Let's see whether that is enough for the RBA to uh, stay away from hiking. It looks actually more probable for them to continue to hike once more on the 1st of August meeting. So that's also not too far away. And then it will be interesting to look at um, more export-led economies like South Korea and China. Uh, we get GDP from in South Korea and also industrial profits in China to see the reality check on the economy here. 
Um, and then again, we have earnings in the US, but we also get earnings in Europe and also in APEC. And that will also get us a lot of headlines. So overall, I think, uh, look forward to an insightful week um, um, to kind of measure our projections for, for, for the different calls we have out. Thanks, Stephanie. Um, there's certainly a lot going on and um, plenty to keep pe people occupied, although um, I hope people also have a little bit of time to take a break over the August summer, summer period. Uh, so I'd like to just take this opportunity to uh, wish our listeners a very, a very relaxing, refreshing uh, break for those who are taking a break in August. And um, Stephanie, yourself, thank you very much for, for joining. As always, it's brilliantly insightful. Thanks very thank much. Thank you very much. Super. Thank you. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information, and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG, and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.